Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ESPN Denver 1600 presents Clar and Company. And final Bronco Blast of the Year featuring Ian St. Clair. Follow him at Ian St. Clair. Uh, read him and listen to his Mile High Radio podcast at Mile High Report. Uh, and play, he's the lead writer at PlayColorado.com. We'll uh, get to the Chargers Bronco analysis and breakdown. But we close the year by uh, featuring uh, this uh, this message from the folks who bring you Bronco Blast. Framed art. Uh, you can keep calm, frame on with Brian Hart, frame on. We've listed the litany of Broncos, including the organization, that get their jerseys uh, and other items framed there. This is from Dennis. I listen religiously to the show on Saturday mornings. You continue to be the only sports show in town to cover all sports. Got a pleasant surprise from Brian at Framed R yesterday. The framing of a painting of Matt's house was finished prior to Christmas. Brian is so busy, never thought he could squeeze us in. So we would, uh, so we could have the framed painting for a Christmas present. Hey, support small business. Make every Saturday a small business Saturday. Talk about personal to sports memorabilia to museum quality fine art. Go to the award-winning Framer for All of Metro Denver, Framed Art. And on that note, we say, Ian, uh, are you? Are, uh, I'll ask Mark Knudsen the same thing, but more importantly, are the Broncos ready to say they have to enter 2021 with more than one viable option at quarterback? I think I'm ready to say that. The key question is whether is John Elway ready to say that? Because I, I think when you look at the way 
um, on social media at least how people are talking about Drew Locke and his progressions they see enough for him to be coming back as the 2021 starter so whether or not John Elway Pat Shermer and Pat Shermer said as much this week where he he said it looks like the game is slowing down for Drew Locke um, it, it's really going to be it's really going to be based on what Vic Fangio John Elway and Pat Shermer think once the season is over I think it would be smart to bring in a veteran quarterback to at least challenge Drew Locke and and be that kind of veteran to lean on and and to ask questions to and to push him on the field especially if this is going to be a normal off season where they're back on the field come April and, and May for OTAs and minicamp it's going to be important that he have someone pushing him to get better and whether or not John Elway agrees with that time will tell you know um Elitch's is closed, but this roller coaster we've been on with Drew Locke from week to week is something. I mean, last Saturday we were praising the guy. He just had a great game and everything looked good, and then down another down game. And it's going to be that way probably the next two weeks too. But you guys are right in that competition is the the only way you're going to get better. You can't just say, oh, you're a quarterback and not expect some competition. But keep this in mind too: finances are going to play a role in this. Uh, it's hard to say that with the Denver Broncos. That, oh, they bought you know never, money's never been an issue, but it is now because of the pandemic. Von Miller's contract, you know, status has to be worked out. They've got everybody in the whole league is going to have salary cap issues next year because they're going to lower the salary cap. So bringing in a veteran quarterback, you know, we I loved your idea a couple weeks ago, Ian, about Matt Stafford. But doing that's going to be pretty. Matt Stafford's contract's enormous. It's bigger than Von Miller's. So bringing in a veteran quarterback to that that you can count, not somebody just you know, not another Jeff Driscoll, a veteran like a Matt Stafford. Finances are going to play a role in it too. You got to get creative. Now, to John Elway's credit, we've been critical about John Elway for a lot of things. He's been pretty darn good with the salary cap. You know, he's an economics major at Stanford. He knows what he's doing with the, with money, and he's been good with the cap. So he can figure out a way to do it and keep keep things afloat financially. But it would be it would be obviously the right move to bring in somebody to create a competition at every position. And I, I think with Matt Stafford, at least, it, it's really going to depend upon what the Detroit Lions want in return for him and that's if the new general manager coming in wants to go that direction or wants to stay with Matt Stafford so there's a lot of questions yeah. up in the air with that one one possibility that was thrown around by some was when the Jets were the clear consensus favorite to get the number one pick to get Trevor Lawrence and then they beat the Rams well now yeah. one of that one of the options was Sam Darnold and now that's out of the way. I, I think that would have been uh, an interesting competition between Drew Locke and Sam Darnold. So it, it really is going to be interesting. I, I think the big thing going into 2021 is just what is going to be different about this team. And I obviously Von Miller, whether he comes back or not, Cortland Sutton coming back. You have a lot of guys coming back from injuries. So there's there is some places there where you can see some hope, but there's still that huge question at quarterback. No, it, it, yeah, it, it is true. And uh, uh, as long as the game is slowing down, not the offense for Drew Locke, uh, Bronco fans will be happy uh, yeah. with that. You know, you guys touched on in your podcast this week the fact that the draft is coming up. There's an incredible number of quarterbacks who might be NFL quarterbacks in this draft. Trevor Lawrence has added a question. How about Adam Gase? I always said he's a, he's a creation of Peyton Manning. People who have been expert guests on this show have disagreed with me. The guy can't win when he wins. He's there to lose, 
and he can't lose when he's supposed to lose. <laughs> the Jets lose the Trevor Lawrence sleep thing. The guy can't do anything right. He came and lose right. But, but but you know you've got names like Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Kyle Trask, Mac Jones, all of whom could be available and all of whom have uh, have upsides. Uh, what do you think of those? I, I think with Adam Gase, I, I, I said this on the podcast as well, he always finds a way to screw over the Broncos. So I think <laughs> them losing out on Trevor Lawrence also ends that talk of uh, potentially Sam Darnold. But there's talk that they may trade out of the number two pick now that they're not going to uh, have an option to get Trevor Lawrence. So I, I think Zach Wilson is probably the most intriguing on that list. I, I, I think and that's one that potentially John Elway could be enamored with just because of the way he plays the position. Um, I, I, I'm a little worried about uh, Justin Fields, even though, Michael, you're an Ohio State fan. I, I don't know if he did enough this year to to show he is a top-tier quarterback. I That's really not up to my discussion or, or decision. Um, but I, I think Zach Wilson would be an intriguing name to watch if that's what John Elway, Matt Russell, and the front office decide to do if they want to bring in a, a top-flight quarterback instead of going with second-round picks, uh, late-round picks like Zach Dysart and Trevor Simeon, um, and just go all in on a guy like they apparently liked with Justin Herbert, but he went back to Oregon. Um, obviously, they didn't like Josh Allen. At least that's what's been being uh, thrown out by some in the media. So do they stick and give Drew Locke another year with an offseason and some con- continuity with Pat Shermer and an offensive coordinator that – he hasn't had over the course of his entire football life, or do they just say we're gonna we're gonna go in a new direction? And it, it will be very interesting. I can't see him going in a whole new direction. I, I, I mean, I could see him bringing somebody in for competition, but they're not going to throw in the towel on Drew Locke. He's had too many good flashes. Uh, they haven't been consistent, but they've been flashes. They really need help elsewhere. I think they need help at left tackle. I, I, or excuse me, right tackle. I, I think they need a, another offense. Garrett Bowles, uh, we've all pointed out, has had a much better season. They've signed him long-term now. The interior offensive line is young and solid, but that other tackle spot is still a gaping hole, and cornerback is still a gaping hole, mostly through injuries and and issues there, but they still need help a lot of other places more than they need help a quarterback, in my opinion. I think, in terms of uh, first round pick, I think they really, I think they'll go defense. I think they've gone offense the last couple of drafts. I think they're going to go defense, and I think it would be very interesting if John Elway finally goes inside linebacker. I I think that's the one thing that Vic Fangio Mm. doesn't have yet to pair, because I think Alexander Johnson is, is going to be the guy, but I don't think he's up there on the same level as a guy like Roquan Smith from Chicago. And anyone who listens to the podcast yeah. knows that that's Adam's crush. Yeah. He hasn't found yeah. one yet, but uh, our draft uh, our draft guru at Mile High Report threw out a potential uh, inside linebacker from Penn State who re- resembles uh, Isaiah Simmons, who went to the Cardinals. So, and his name escapes me right now, but there's a potential because he can do inside Parsons, and he can Michael, do an edge. Micah, Micah Parsons, is that the guy? Did I get that right? Yes, that's the guy. Is it Mike, yep, yeah, Micah Parsons. Yeah, yeah. So, I did out this year. That, yeah, I didn't play. That, that, could be, that could be an option for the Broncos. And then I, obviously cornerback. I don't know. Yep. If, I think it depends on where they fall in the draft if they go right tackle, but it also will depend on what Juwan James does and what, they, and what the Broncos decide yeah. to do with Juwan James. Yeah, that's a big contract, too. 
Hey, we we need to get That's to your prediction on the uh, Sunday on the Chargers game. Uh, your analysis, how this one breaks down. Competitive battle, two teams that have struggled yet have talent. I, I, I in my analysis, my preview for Play Colorado, I threw out the old adage: when you get two bad teams together, you usually get a good pillow fight. So I think that's what's going to happen on Sunday. <laughs> I, I think uh, you really with Joey Bosa being out. I, I think the, and the Broncos still being a mash unit at cornerback. Uh, we saw what Josh Allen did. I think Justin Herbert has the potential to do that to the secondary again. It's going to be whether or not Drew Locke and the offense can keep up with Justin Herbert and this Chargers offense. I I think it's, it's going to be close, but I don't think they're going to be able to pull out the mile-high magic again. And I think the big reason why is the last time these two teams fared, the Chargers rushed for over 200 yards, and that was without yep. Austin Eckler. So yep. I, I think it's, it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be close, but I think Justin Herbert and, and the Chargers end up pulling it out. I'm going to go, what, 34-27, so within a touchdown, but I don't think the Broncos are going to come out with a win. Okay. Chargers, well, and, Chargers win a close game? Hmm, that'd be news in 2020. <laughs> yeah, it would. Indeed. Yep. Hey, we hey, read about the coverage tomorrow, uh, the pregame in your horse tracks column, all the winners and losers Sunday night when you write your column postgame and uh, follow you and Adam on the Mile High Report radio podcast, two guys who love the Broncos and uh, not afraid to criticize them or pick them to lose. We love it, Ian. Hey, thank you very much. Happy New Year. Thanks, Ian. Thank you for a great year with us. Thank you, Thanks, guys. Ian. And Mark, good luck in your new lane. Thanks. All right. Coming up next. We will finish uh, the year out for the CSU Rams on this show with Kelly Lyle of the Coloradan. We'll discuss hoops this time. Uh, team has uh, got some promising young talent after a single stumble, a win over unbeaten Santa Clara. And then we look ahead to Monday against Fresno State next.